G'day awesome people, welcome to episode number 4 of the Runners Coaching Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and just thank you very much for tuning in, and just really happy with the way things are going. Only up to number 4, the 4th episode, and it just, just nice. So thank you very much for everyone, I really appreciate it. So today's episode I was going to talk about math training, so... What is math training? You will hear it from time to time in the running community. So basically, it's a heart rate way of training. So training via a heart rate monitor. Um, it was created by Dr. Phil Mathetone. And the way it worked, the way the system works is 180 minus your age. And you give or take a little bit. So for instance, you're 20 years old. You go to 180, so your math rate will be 160 to 150 beats a minute. So you've got that little bit of window. Now, there are, and I'll go into some movements within that numbers in a minute, but the way it's worked is to try and increase your pace at that same heart rate. So at first, you, you, most people hate it most people don't like it at first because it's very slow going and it, it's one of those investments things that you're not going to see a return for your investment for months generally you're talking two to three months plus so and everyone's different with this but so, so let's say you've got your math heart rate zones if you're injured you may decrease it by five beats a minute. If you go into this and you're super fit already, you, you're not injury prone, you're really fit, you're feeling good, you may be able to increase it by five beats a minute. You may be able to increase it 10 beats per minute. So you just got to play around with that number. Don't be too in too much of a hurry to play with that number. Try and stick around that time. It's not an exact science number for that every person. Every person is different, but it's a close enough excuse me i'm just coughing so it's, it is close enough to play with so how much volume you need to be doing at math because this is all aerobic based training you're doing here so this is really good to do in the off season um how much volume you should be looking at doing as much as humanly possible as much as what your body will and your available training time will allow you to do. So your body's being well behaved, it's responding very well, but all you can manage a week is four hours of training, well then that's all you've got. If you can increase that, then that's even better. So it's just a matter of managing your available training hours and what your body can handle and just slowly bringing it up. The more... And math training is based around more is more in a lot of situations. So it's... And how long should you be on it? Well, that depends greatly on on how you're performing. So the way you do it is you, you might do it for a week or two weeks at math training. Then you'll do a time trial so you can get an idea on where you're at. So... I like a 10k time trial. If you do it, if you're a 10k runner, you might want to back it off. But this is math training. Really, is good for the half marathon and marathon runners. So a nice 10k time trial at math pace. So if you have to walk, that's fine. It t- just to keep your heart rate low. That's very common, especially at first. So if preferably 
try and pick a nice flat road. Math training is probably not the best to do on a treadmill um, for, for a time trial. You want the road. Uh, you, you want just a nice flat road, preferably. Nice 10Ks. Boom. Bang it out. If you have to walk at a certain time, that's fine. Now, you make a log of that, and then you can go back to it. Each time trial, you want to do every four weeks there on after. And that will guide you on should you continue or should you change the course of the direction of your heading. So you've done four weeks, you've seen, you do another time trial, right, I've seen some improvement, let's do another four weeks, right, there's more improvement, let's see another four weeks. You could go six months straight and you're seeing improvements at that same heart rate. And then all of a sudden you're, you're plateau. Or you might go month on your third month and it'll start plateauing. So that's the time you need to start looking at, right, well, I'm going to start adding intervals. I'll start adding some fart licks or whatever it is. So you can start mixing and matching. One thing to keep in mind, though, when you start doing math training, in particular that first four weeks of doing it, that your first four-week training block, there's probably going to be a very good chance you may need to do a fair bit of walking. This is where a lot of athletes get frustrated, they get cranky, they go, bugger, this is not for me. Especially come hills, you all of a sudden have to wind it back. You have to start walking to keep your heart rate in that zone. Just, it becomes very frustrating. Month two, they start, they do, they're on their second time trial. And they think, oh man, I only improved 10 seconds per kilometer that's not you know that's way below my normal time anyway and they get frustrated that's it they cancel it it's a long-term investment that becomes really really profitable the longer you're on it so if you're a marathon runner or an ultra marathon runner or a, even a half a marathon athlete you will benefit greatly from it if you look at it as a long-term investment like buying a house you, you know you're not buying a house just for a short-term investment generally speaking you're looking for that long-term long, that long-term reward that it's yours and this is what you're going to be doing now for the older athletes in their definitely 50s 60s math training may not be the best option for you i think you may may there's a lot of debate it's definitely 40 years old or or less i think you're going to get a lot of benefits from um 50 years and older it's i not personally i'm not convinced that it's going to be the most beneficial for for the older athletes i think you're probably going to get a bigger bang for your buck smashing out hill repeats for instance and doing other kind of training than you would be doing math training but for the younger for definitely 45 50 under i do see a big 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 benefits from it so it's definitely worth doing definitely worth reading more about it now you'll see some athletes really respond well from math training and they've just their normal race pace is at their math training at their math heart rate zone and you think to yourself i'm still a minute per kilometer off from that and i've been going a lot longer everyone's different it's and diet also plays a big part of this if if you're just a normal carb diet eating person like myself you're probably not going to respond as quickly to it as a high fat low carb athlete would
Yeah, there's a whole whole lot of science behind this that Dr. Phil Mathetone writes about on his, in his books and he writes about it on his website. But for the most part, we're just talking about a good aerobic-based training and this is really good for that. All of a sudden, you start running your race pace or race efforts at a lower heart rate. It's got to be good. It's, it's worth looking into. It's worth considering. It's worth trialing, but look at it not as a one-month or two-month. Look at it as a minimum of a three-month investment that could go from four or five or six months. And it might also even pay to say, look, I'll do it for the three months this year, but I'll do it for three months every year. You're going to see benefits from that as well. Just add it as part of your annual calendar program as your mud, mud map to success. Just add it. Say right for the next for every for the next five years, I'll do three months each month at math training. So worth looking at. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me through an email, Tim at trainsmove.com, and I'm more than happy to answer them on math training or anything else you have. So until next episode, ladies and gentlemen, hooroo.